0: Here's your host, Hey Gregory Luna.
1: Hello, everybody. This is Gregory, and welcome back to another episode of Holistic Health News. I hope you are doing well today. Today, we're going to talk about COVID and baldness. Now, you might be saying, if you know what I look like because you follow me on Instagram or Facebook, well, Gregory, you're bald. That's why you're worried about this. Look, I think we're realizing now that a lot of this was just smoke and mirrors early on Fauci and others are saying, Oh, 300,000 are going to be dead in America. And like, we're maybe around a hundred thousand. And then we we learned that the large majority of them, a, that the statistics have been skewed. So if somebody died with cancer, but had COVID in their system, they call it a COVID death. And B most of the people who are dying of COVID have preexisting conditions, obesity, heart disease, respiratory problems. But, yes, disproportionately, it is killing minority men. Minority men. And I am a minority man. And I'm also bald. Bum, bum, bum. Fear, fear, fear. But I think also, to the rioting and the looting and the protests – all kind of demonstrate the, the, the sham that was social distancing and government restriction. And if you go back to the three or four episodes I've done the last three months on on COVID and the virus, I've been very against the government being able to tell people where to go, what to do, and infringing on our civil liberties. And now you see the ruse that it was the entire time, because if they were really concerned about social distancing, even in super communist, proto-anarchist city like uh, Portland and Seattle— and notice all the rioting is in, in predominantly very leftist towns. But if you notice that they were serious about it, they would have busted out the cops just simply to say, oh, no, social distancing, social distancing, you got a social distance. No, they didn't do it. So they just let people protest, riot, and so forth right next to each other. That's how you know it's all a major ruse. But either way, I pray and I hope that this is the last COVID episode I'm going to do I know this thing will lurch its ugly head probably back in the fall, and it'll be with us like influenza forever. The last thing I want to mention, though, is, is it, I love all the fear-mongering by all these, these liberal governors in the past. Like Wisconsin, the Supreme Court passed back in like May 13th that – all the restrictions that the gov- the governor was putting in was unconstitutional so they just lifted bans completely and people could do whatever they want and the governor's like this is going to lead to death this is going to lead to c- catastrophe and c- calamity and it, nothing happened it didn't spike anything all right but, but you don't, you don't hear that right you don't hear that and even in my own life my ex my ex wife very covid fearful very covid we live in Texas 75% restaurants open occupancy i should say pools are open zoo is open people are out and about no one's wearing masks anymore i'd say no that maybe 25 percent are wearing masks and she still has the kids locked up 12 weeks straight they haven't gone out so again a lot of this has to do with your ideology a lot has to do with your gender women as a whole crave security men crave freedom and uh this is why you see it reflected in in the voting right women want Security, So they, they they want to vote for the party that will provide them the most security. And that's typically in the form of some, some sort of welfare state. So you see women who vote, vote disproportionately liberal, especially single moms and older women, whereas men want freedom and they're willing to take on risk because that's a masculine trait. And so they tend to vote conservative. But either way, let's talk about balding. Bald men at a higher risk of severe case of COVID research finds. Bald men be at the higher risk of suffering from severe COVID-19 symptoms, emerging evidence suggests. The link is so strong that some researchers are suggesting baldness should be considered a risk factor called the Gabrin sign. After the first U.S. doctor to die of COVID-19 in the United States, Dr. Frank Gabrin, was bald. The lead author of the key study behind the association, Professor Carlos Wambier of Brown University, told The Telegraph, quote, We really think that baldness is a perfect predictor of severity. Perfect? Close quote. Data since the beginning of the outbreak in Wuhan, China, in January, has shown that men are more likely to die after getting coronavirus. Yeah, We know that. In the UK, a report this week from Public Health England found that working-age males were twice as likely as females to die after being dosed with covid Until recently, scientists have been at a loss of why this might be pointing to such factors as lifestyle, smoking, and immune system differences between the sexes. But increasingly, they believe it could be because of androgens. Male sex hormones like testosterone may play a part not only in hair loss, but also in boosting the ability of coronavirus to attack cells. Now, if you guys aren't familiar, now androgens... Uh, so what they've always said, and this is what bald people always say. See, when you, when you have too much testosterone, too much androgens, it causes the follicles of your hair to, to fall out. So anytime like people do bald shaming, which they really don't do as much, but there's some women who just don't find bald men attractive. And then again, there's women who find bald men attractive and there's still men who shame bald men. But let me tell you, I lost my hair at the end of my divorce. So probably about five, six years ago. And interestingly, I don't have any pictures from the end of my marriage. I mean, that was just a bleak time. right? But uh, I don't think about my baldness anymore. I shave my head every other day just to keep it Patrick Stewart, Jason Statham kind of looking. And uh, I just, I don't care. I own it, you know. And I've bedded some of the most beautiful women when I was bald. So I don't really think it's really affected uh, my look. But, uh, you know, there are men certainly who feel, and I don't, I don't think you see this as much as maybe in the 80s and 90s when when toupees were big and hair implants were big and comb-overs were big. I think most men, aside from Prince William, realize they're balding and they just start shaving it. And that's just a way to own it. But that's what they always say. We have too much testosterone. That's why our hair falls out. I don't know if that's true. I guess I could just Google it. This raises the possibility that treatments suppressing these hormones, such as those used for baldness, as well as diseases like prostate cancer, could can be used to slow down the virus, giving patients time to fight it off. Yeah. So prostate cancer, we have a couple videos on prostate cancer links. One of them was on uh, ejaculating. You need to ejaculate 21 times a month to lower your chance of prostate cancer by a third. But there is a link between that and, and prostate cancer and, and testosterone. Yeah. So you, you want to take testosterone suppressing drugs? No, thank you. Quote, we think androgens or male hormones are definitely the gateway for the virus in our cells, says Professor Wambier. As well as the trial being discussed using baldness drugs in the U.S., a separate trial has been launched by Matthew Reddick, an oncologist at UCLA, and 200 veterans in L.A., Seattle, and New York using prostate cancer drugs. Now, let me go back to baldness drugs. We have a video here how propicia, finasteride, has been linked to sexual dysfunction. And... Even when men get off of Propecia, the sexual dysfunction continues. So don't be taking these. Just own your baldness. In one study, 79% of the men suffering with COVID-19 in three Madrid hospitals were bald. The study of 122 patients published in the Journal of the American Academy of Dermatology followed an earlier piece of work among 41 patients in Spanish hospitals, which found 71% were bald. The background rate of baldness in white men of a similar age to the patients studied is about 31 to 53%. A similar correlation was found in the study among the smaller numbers of women with hair loss linked to androgens. Because, yes, women can lose hair, too. Other scientists said that more work needed to be done, but were excited about the potential link. Quote, everybody is chasing a link between androgens and the outcome of COVID-19, close quote, says Howard Sewell, executive VP of the Prostate Cancer Foundation, told Science Magazine. Prostate cancer specialists are familiar with the role androgens can play in disease because in the prostate, the hormone stimulates an enzyme that boosts cancerous growth. In April, researchers published a paper in the journal Cell, which showed that the enzyme TMPRSS2 is also involved in coronavirus infections. To infect a cell, coronaviruses, including the novel SARS CoV 2, which causes COVID 19, Use what is called a spike protein that binds to the cell's membrane, a process that is activated by an enzyme. In this case, it appears that TMPRSS2 may be that enzyme. Scientists do not yet know if the enzyme responds in the, in the same way to androgens in the lungs as it does in the prostate, but other evidence appears to support the potential link. A study from Veneto, Italy which is the Venice area of 10,000 patients found that men with prostate cancer who were on androgen deprivation therapy, drugs that cut testosterone levels were only a quarter as likely to contract COVID-19 as men with a disease who were on other treatments. Karen Stalbaugh, head of policy of the prostate cancer UK said, quote, there have been several pieces of research which indicate there may be a link between male hormones and the increased risk of COVID. This has led some researchers to investigate whether hormone therapies commonly used to treat prostate cancer, such as enzalutamide, 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 could reduce this risk. However, most of the research so far has been in the lab, and there's conflicting evidence over whether the hormone therapies have the same impact in the lungs as they would in the prostate. There are now several clinical studies starting which hope to address these issues, but much more evidence is needed before we can know whether these hormone therapies would be effective. In treating the COVID. Now, we did an episode earlier about, uh, I I believe we did an episode on it, but how a large majority of the COVID deaths, men and women, had very low vitamin D levels. And it was just a reminder to you guys, guys, prophylactically take vitamin D. I've been doing it for 10 years now, along with vitamin C and magnesium. And especially now in the summer, 15 minutes of full sun. I, you know, I live in Texas, so 100-degree heat. I just got 15 minutes. Boo, it feels so good. And it, it improves your mood, vitamin D levels. Being in the sun helps with depression. It helps with bone health. It helps with, with so many parts of your body. And we have videos on, on, I'm sorry, episodes on vitamin D and the importance of vitamin D. It's one of those things that, again, most, most Americans are very deficient in. So I would highly suggest... Uh, that you start supplementing with vitamin D, especially when the the fall comes around or you live in northern latitudes. But certainly in the summer right now, just go outside, and get some sun, and take off that freaking sunscreen. Go to the episode we do on, on the carcinogens and sunscreen. I need to repost that just every summer, which I think I did last summer. But I need to keep reposting it because, guys, you got to toss the sunscreen. So, look, is there a link between uh, having a higher chance of having severe COVID problems and being bald? Maybe. Maybe the studies show it. What can you men do about it? Not much. I mean, you're going to just prophylactically start taking uh, testosterone, suppressing drugs. Oh, uh, that's a bad idea. Go to the the, the episode we have on uh, low testosterone, the, shit, the the scam that is low testosterone therapy. That's probably around episode 100. And we talk about some of the problems with that. But in general, I'd say be very weary of it and uh, of 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 uh taking testosterone suppressing stuff because testosterone is very important in men not not just older men but in young men and uh i I would not be doing that simply because some of these studies are showing that most important thing to do i would do for covid is uh if you want to still isolate and self-quarantine especially if you're in a high-risk group do so i mean you have the freedom to stay home do so but in general, just get in better shape. This is a reminder uh, that sick it, people who make poor lifestyle choices, who let their body go, they get fat and they smoke, for example, or they vape and they have diabetes. It's a reminder that COVID's out there to kill you. I mean, so rectify those lifestyle choices that you're making that make you more predisposed to getting COVID. And then take large doses of vitamin C. If you feel like you're coming down with something, go intravenous vitamin C. That most large towns now have um, spas, places that you can do IV vitamin C. And again, remember, the large majority of people who get COVID have very mild, mild symptoms. And in fact, up to 40% of people who get COVID are asymptomatic. So don't worry too much about it. But I wanted to do a, an episode on this just so you know for you bald men to watch out. The specter is coming. Guys, the website's Naturopathic Earth. Go check out all the articles that we have there and the food recipes. If you want to support us, click on the PayPal link. Donate $5, $10 one time or monthly. Uh, you can buy Confessions of an Obese shot or Revelations of a Weight Loss Warrior. My books, you can buy those on paper book or in Kindle form over on Amazon. A passive way to support us is go to Naturopathic Earth and click on the recipes and then click on the Amazon links, which will take you to Amazon. And anything that you buy within 24 hours through that link, you get a 2% commission at no expense to you. If any of you want one-on-one coaching to help lose weight or keep it off, contact me through the Clarity FM link you can find on naturopathicearth.com, the main page. And as always, we have three podcasts here. I recently did a Confessions of an Obese Child where I talk about how I deal with suicidal ideation and depression when I get depressed, and don't worry, I'm not suicidal or anything like that. But I do have a history of it but going back to my childhood when I was morbidly overweight. And over at the Essential Oils and Herbal Apothecary, we just released an episode on the eight best oils for sex. All right, guys. Take care. God bless. See you later.
0: Thank you for listening to NPE Radio and Holistic Health News. Visit our website at naturopathicearth.com. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Holistic News Now and at our Facebook page at Naturopathic Earth. Please consider a donation at patreon.com slash naturopathic earth. Buy the confessions of an obese child ebook on Amazon or Barnes & Noble Nook. Consider subscribing to our podcast. And as always, please post an honest review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to this. And remember the core belief at NPE. Let food be thy medicine. Let nature be thy healer. Until next time, music courtesy of Nine Inch Nails.